Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Lions podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lyons. So this week, my runners did a monofartlick, the group training on Monday. It's such a good session, uh, really good for your bang for your buck. It only goes for 20 minutes, but gee, it's a tough 20 minutes late. And it's one of those sessions that you can revisit in four to six weeks time and see if there's been an improvement. Everyone trains super well. I'm really happy with how the groups are going. And a few runners have been achieving PBs, which is a bonus as well. So if you are looking for a training group, please consider Everyday Lions Online Running Coaching Pride Group. At the moment, we're in Devonport on a Monday and Thursday at 5.30 in all different locations. And next week, we will be starting in Olveston. And that will also be in different locations. It's only $10 a week, $40 a month. And for that, you have the choice of three different sessions that you can train. Please check it out. Uh, more information at www.everydaylions.org and you won't regret it. Uh, don't forget Ross Running Festival, which is only five weeks and a bit away. They have a 10 kilometer, a 21 kilometer and the full marathon. There's not many races going on at the moment. So if you are missing out racing or seeing your friends, consider doing the Ross Marathon, you won't, you won't regret it. And I'm sure the, the community of Ross would love your business as well if you bought some food or anything there. I continued my work placement as well. I've been doing this the last three weeks. Tomorrow will be my last day. Got my 100 hours up. And yeah, I'm just happy to getting close to finishing off the diploma. I've only got a few more assignments to submit and then I'm done before going on to my Bachelor of Counselling slash Coaching in late September, which is exciting and a new chapter of my life. Don't forget that Everyday Lions also has visors for $25. It's starting to get a little bit warm, so consider buying one of those. They're in black and white. More information at www.everydaylions.org. What else? Uh, don't forget the Run For Hour is on a Wednesday night in Devonport. And I think there's a Soulmates group as well in Burnie. Um, I know Beck would love to see you go along to that. And the guys in Burnie will also like to see runners at that one as well. So, to this week's guest. This week's guest is Jenny Gillard. Jenny won the 2006 Gold Coast Marathon, which also doubled as the Australian Championship that year. She has won the Pointed Pinnacle, and I think she's won the Cadbury Marathon as well. She's a, a successful runner. She's run a 2.41 marathon. We chat about what impact her late sister, Karen McCann, has had on her running career, and juggling motherhood and running. Her husband, Kim Gillard runs a local running store in Hobart. And yeah, Jenny's just such a lovely lady. Uh, I just appreciated her time. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, please reach out to Jenny. I know that she would enjoy that. Until next time, this has been the Everyday Lions podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lyons. Happy running. And here's Jenny.
Welcome to the Everyday Lions podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lyons. Today's guest is Jenny Gillard, who is from Hobart and a mother of two kids. She's won the City Casino and Point to Pinnacle on several occasions. In 2006, she won the Gold Coast Marathon, which doubled as the Australian title that year. If all this wasn't enough, she's tried her hand at running event management and her husband, King Gillard, uh, who runs a local store in Hobart and is an elite athlete himself. And welcome to the show, Jenny. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I have to correct you, though, but I haven't won the City Casino. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I would, would like to have won the City Casino, but it's never... It's always been um, on when we've always gone to Sydney Half Marathon. Oh, yep. And as I got older, Kim always planned his um, Barnboogle golf trip away. So I kind of... <laughs> And it was always, I have ran it a few times, but I've never had a, I've, I've only ran it probably twice, but Did yeah, you play so so? I've never won the city. No, I don't think I've even placed. My oh, husband's won, Kim's won yeah. the city. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. And, and how has your day been today? Yeah, good. Good. It's been a nice day. The weather's warming up, which is great. But um, we're out at Seven Mile Beach now, so we've got a bit of a hike into, um, the kids' school at Taruna High and um, Wyoming Heights. So yep. it takes my day, but that's okay. Great. And did you get out for a run today? Um, I did just um, 8K this morning because I've got a new bike and I'm loving riding my bike at the moment. I've rode the last two days and my hamstrings were actually really sore, so I don't know if it's from the new bike or... Great. And is that a road bike? Yes. So you've bike. gone to the dark side then? Um, I've always, I've had um, a road bike for a few years now, but I'm not much of a winter rider. I was always just summer, but um, being down at Seven Mile, it's so much nicer to ride. So I, I don't know, it just doesn't hurt as much as running. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Total sense. Um, so how did your journey start with the running? How did you get into all this? Um, well, I was, I never ran up until I was about, 23, 24. I, as a kid, I was dragged around to a lot of little six events with my um, sister and my mum and dad. Um, and I, I played netball, I played tennis, played lots of different things. But I think as I got older, I started going to the gym and I don't know, I felt like I was unfit and I just basically did it to get a bit fitter. I started running with my, um, my dad and I couldn't even make 3K. And I, with 3K loop, and then one day I ran with my sister and we, I did the whole 3K without stopping and I was wrapped. So she wrote me a little program and I followed that. And then I just got hooked and yeah, it just changed my life running. Yeah, and you said you got hooked. So was it the runner's high straight away after that 3K? Yeah, no, because it, it <laughs> enjoy it too much, but. After a while, I, I, the enjoyment was getting fitter and just running easy long runs and, it, you know, being enjoyable and chatting to people. And, um, yeah, and then I could just see myself getting faster. And, Great. Um, yeah. That's pretty good motivation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And did you want to explain to the listeners or tell the listeners what your PBs are for 5, 10 and the marathon so they know how quick you are? 
Well, I'm not that quick over short stuff. My my PB 5K was 17.45. Um, my half marathon was 77.15. Um, my marathon's 2.41.05. Great. And uh, would you say the marathon's your best distance? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was... I think I had a bit of a, like all my PBs were done in one year. <laughs> and yeah. then I was that bit older when I started. And I think my prime was like just after I had Hunter and I started doing all my PBs. And then, you know, I was 36, 37 and I, we wanted to have more children. So then I had Lola and after Lola, I just was never as fast as I was. I was too old then. <laughs> yeah. Not too old, but at least you're out there running. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And what does uh, your typical training week look like at the moment? Um, oh, it's a mix mixture. Every week's different. I, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of not training for anything at the moment. I enjoy riding my bike. I, I can't run every single day. It just hurts too much. Not just not. Well, yeah, probably physically, but I just like to mix it up now. I think um, I love running with, I've got a friend down here at Seven Mile that she rides and runs and swims. And so I started doing a lot of that with her. She wants to do a um, full Ironman and uh, I'm just a little bit scared of doing a full Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a few halves, but I enjoy doing, you know, rides with her and runs with her and, then I've got some friends that I meet in Sandy Bay and I'll go and run with them. So just, you know, I might think, okay, I'll go swimming tomorrow. And then my friend might say, oh, do you want to run tomorrow at, you know, after school pickup or something? I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'll just go and run. So I don't, I haven't got a program. That yeah. I'm I just go out and do whatever I feel like on that day. That's great. Um, when you did run your 241, did you, did you have a bit more of a structured program and, and who was doing that for you? So when I first started, um, my sister coached me. She wrote me a little program and it was running five days a week. Um, then I went overseas to America and Kim came over. I had met Kim. He came over and he started coaching me. So I did my first marathon over there and um, he's coached me ever since. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Fantastic. And uh, you mentioned your sister. Did you want to tell the listeners uh, who your sister actually was and what impact she's had on your career? Um, yep. My sister was Karen McCann. So, um, well, I mean, I ran with her all the time when I was living back in New South Wales. We, and I think that's what, why I still run today. I, you know, I think about her on every single run. Um, Karen won the Commonwealth Games in Melbourne, which in 2006 that, I think put her on the map. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't her best, you know, time-wise it wasn't her best marathon, but um, when she did that, everybody knew her after that. Um, and I'm grateful for that because, you know, I still see Facebook posts and people still talk about it and it's like yeah. she's still alive and um, I love that. I, I mean, I lost great. my brother in 1993 and, you know, no one really knew him and there was no social media. So you don't see as much about him. But with Karen, she's still still alive, you know, still everyone still talks about her. And 
it's still fresh in their memories and I, I love that. Yeah. But that's, that's... She, I mean, I, I, my memories, my best memories of her is just we'd run and we'd go for a 90-minute run or a two-hour run and I could keep up with her and we'd just talk and, you know, this would be at 5.30 in the morning and I think yeah. that's when we became really close and um so yeah every time i mean gold coast marathon that whole um race was you know she was there she she had won the commonwealth games in march and then i went on in the june and july and won um gold coast marathon but i still remember running she was running the 10k and i started my race at seven and i think she was like at 9.45 or something, so I had to, or 9.40, so I had to be around 2.40 for her yep. to see me finish. Oh, that's And fantastic. I was aiming for 2.40. And then I, I clearly was running down finish, the finish line <laughs> and I saw her from the start line down to watch me and she was yelling out and cheering for me and then her gun went off for her um, race. And I just remember her saying, shit, I missed the race, <laughs> the start. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Oh, that's such a wonderful, that's so good. And, and that's such a special thing to take. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was, great. Um, oh yeah, I'll never, never forget it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I always, every time I run, I um, some long marathon races, I kind of talk to her in my head and I don't know, sometimes she just gets me through, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sure she's looking down as well. And she's pretty proud of your achievements and, and what your kids are achieving now as well. Yeah, that's the, that's the sad thing, you know. I, I mean, I've lost a brother and a sister and my mother two years ago, and I, I just think about how much they've missed, you know, and it, it, it's really sad, really sad. I mean, Karen's kids are beautiful. They're all grown up now, and they're you know, gorgeous kids, and Greg's going really well, and, I mean, she'd be... That's what she would want. Yeah, um, yeah. The, yeah, I feel I feel them around me. That's it's um, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um. Well, I can exactly remember that come off games finish because I was actually in the stadium that day, and that noise, oh, that noise was nothing yeah. like I've ever heard in my life. It it was it was amazing. It's crazy. We, I mean, we had Hunter. He was two years old. We had a crazy weekend that weekend. Yeah. We <laughs> we flew over, watched the triathlon. And we were supposed to be in the stadium and from where we were staying in St Kilda, we all had to get up at like 4am in the morning to get there because all oh, the trams yeah. were closed and all that craziness. And then my son, Hunter, vomited all night, gastro, picked oh. it up from maybe the plane. I had no sleep and then we were supposed to get up and I was supposed to take him to the stadium. Like I said to Kim, I can't take him. He was still vomiting when we were yeah. supposed to leave. So Kim left and I ended up putting him in the pram and I jogged around the course a bit and watched him and all my family was in the stadium. And then Kim ran a lot of that marathon with her on the sideline, like on the footpaths. And, Amazing. and then I, I watched her all around St Kilda and then Kim's brother was down at um, St Kilda Beach watching it on the big screen. Yeah. So <laughs> I just went down to the like, screaming my... Oh, <laughs> you can imagine... Yeah, and she just won, and we both just cried. It was crazy. Oh, I would have no. loved to have been, but that's great. Yeah, and I mean, my eyes at watching that race. It's just yeah, oh, it's 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 one of those goose moment 
Goosebumps, yeah. Mike, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you mentioned that you were in America in the States. Uh, yeah. How did that come about and how did you meet Kim? Um, so I met Kim in 2000. I went up to um, a running camp up at Falls Creek, the old Falls Creek of Christmas running camps. And that's when I first met Kim. Um, but he, were, he was, had a girlfriend at the time. Um, and then we met back up in Sydney. I moved to Sydney and had a job up there. Um, and then I was in skincare. So I ended up getting a job in America um, with this skincare company. And that's what took me over. And, you know, I just met Kim and I didn't want to go. I wanted to stay there with him. But he went to America a lot as well, running. And so I think he kind of talked me into going. And then I went and I went just before. So I was there 10 days and the 9-11 thing happened. And... I just wanted to come back home. It was, it was scary. <laughs> so and then I was in Dallas, in Texas, and then I went to um, Beverly Hills in California doing skincare. Wow. Um, and Colorado, um, Kim came over and we ended up in Boulder in Colorado and that's where we had Hunter over there. He was born in Boulder. Wow. Yeah. That's, and that's when kind of set me a program and I started training um, for a marathon and my first marathon was in um, in what's it called in in um, Texas Houston no Austin Austin marathon and I remember I was going to um, start line and my sister calls me from Australia she's like oh good luck and she's <laughs> like what are you aiming to run I said, oh, 2.45. And she goes, oh, God, no, just, just aim for three hours. I went, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Kim told me I have to aim for 2.45. And she goes, oh, it's your first one. Just, you know, just aim for three hours and just aim to finish. Yeah. So then I'm like, not good enough to run 2.45. And Kim's like, no, you're fine. You've done it all. You've done all the training. And I end up running 2.44.43. Awesome. Wow. It's, it sounds like he, he probably knew how well you were going. What's the end of that? Well, he predicts everybody's times. He's pretty good <laughs> like that. He can tell you what, what people are going to run and they actually do run it. It's, it's crazy how he, he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you want to explain exactly what uh, Boulder is like? And for those people who, who aren't aware, it's similar to a false break, isn't it? Yeah, so it's at altitude. It's beautiful. It's not, you wouldn't think that you're in America. It's just um, lots of trails, lots of running trails, riding trails. Um, you know, seven days a week, I think you could do a different trail run. Um, we had some good friends over there that we stayed with, the Daruks. They were both runners. Um, uh, Colleen was an Olympian marathon runner, Colleen Daruk. Um so we travelled a lot with them because I, I wasn't, I, I was pregnant with Hunter and, you know, they, they had these timeshares in Hawaii and so we would go and I'd babysit and they'd go and train. So I kind yeah. of <laughs> for them. But, yeah, there was lots of people over it. I mean, Troopy was over there when we were over there. Lots of Australians. It was, it's a great place. I, I could 
go there. We, I mean, we visited two years ago now and I like, I just want to stay here again. I, I loved yeah. it. I couldn't be there, but I could spend a good few years there. Great. It was, um, and we only came home because, I mean, I was, we had a two-year-old. I wanted him to be, to know his family and, and that's why we kind of came home in the, in the end. But yeah, I, I love going back there to visit. Yeah, great. great yeah. I, I've been to America once, so I have an idea what the culture's like. There's, there's nothing like an American, is there? Oh, it's crazy. Every state is completely different. Like, yeah. It's like countries. They're all, all the states are all so completely different. But, and they've got everything. Like, I just found whatever you wanted, you, you know, you've got 20 to choose from kind of thing. It's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed Boulder. Um, Colorado because that's just you know it's not overpopulated it's just a lot of athletes it's a college kind of town but it's um it's just a nice it kind of reminds me a bit of home I think because it's not not kind of real America (laughs) yeah yeah that's great and you did your first marathon what was your next one after this um well I did Salt Lake City as a training run and it was wasn't a training run it killed me it because it's at altitude as well but I ran okay I think I was like 248 or something like that and then I did Chicago marathon yeah um it was 243 something I I I didn't enjoy Chicago marathon I just (laughs) all the really and the people scream I just like I want some peace and quiet here yeah (laughs) (laughs) so many people around me and yeah so many much screaming I I didn't go much on that but I personally I ran okay there I loved every second of that race and I would go back any day (laughs) no I just when I I mean you know like Gold Coast you have parts where there's not many people around and then you have parts where there's you know a few people I, I kind of enjoyed that a bit more but yeah it's like five deep the whole way in <laughs> Chicago and I just I got <laughs> that ringing bells and the but yeah I, I enjoyed it but I just I prefer it something a bit quieter yeah <laughs> great um, <laughs> and so you were 243 but, I mean, I was, there you know yep in Chicago I was 243.12 or something like that. I don't know. I probably should have looked up all these, all these races. You're going to hit me with all these times. <laughs> no, no, no. The time is, it's the experience. So uh, how did you find Chicago as a city? Yeah, nice. I, I liked Chicago. It was, it was good. It was a bit cold when we were there. But, um, yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time there. I mean, you get there and you're just, resting in your hotel room kind of thing and then I think we left maybe the day later so I didn't see a lot of Chicago yeah um yeah from what I remember I I just remember that we went to some kind of pier with all all these rides and Hunter loved it and that's kind of really remember Chicago yeah yeah I always wanted to do Boston just never just never worked out for me but yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. Don't know. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you'll get around to doing it anyway. 
when we can all travel. Yeah, yeah, I know. When's God? I don't know when that's going to be. A yeah. long time away, I think. Yeah, we I plan think... on going away this. Great. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah, and that's mm. the hardest thing. It's hard to plan at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure is. I, I, um, we've missed a fair bit this this year. Well, I mean, it's fine. I mean, my dad turned eighty. I would have loved to have gone up to be there with him. And, um, but yeah, I've got all well, my friends are all turning fifty. Um, Kim just turned fifty. We're about to go away for his fiftieth. But oh, wow. anyway, can't complain. No, and yeah, you guys milestones for us. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, so I remember you guys flying, <laughs> flying back. Did you fly straight back to Tassie or did you spend time in New South Wales for a bit first? Um, yeah, we went, we went back to New South Wales, but we decided on Tassie. We had, we had a house in, um, in Balmain that we rented out. And um, uh, when we thought about it, we'd both have to work full time to to be able to pay off that mortgage. Hunter was only young. He'd have to go into full-time childcare. I, and Kim said, let's go to, to Tassie. And I'd, I'm like, yeah, okay. So we spent, I think, about three weeks in, in um, Sydney, well, back in um, Wollongong where I grew up. And then we came to Tassie and lived with Kim's mum for a little bit. And um, then we had our own house. But, oh, I hated it. Brian, it was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I just at Christmas and it was, oh, like nearly sleeting and we had the heater <laughs> on. I, I can't live here. It's too cold, you know. And I, I remember always whinging to Kim saying, I just don't think I can stay here. And then we ended up buying a house right near the gorge and oh, it was beautiful. And then I, um, I started really liking Lonnie. We met some good friends and we had a good running. Kim was coaching in Lonnie and we, um, I had a good running group that I really enjoyed running with. And, um, and then Kim decided to open the shop in Hobart. So it was like, oh, okay, we're moving to Hobart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, same thing. I moved down here and hated it. And um, now I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, think of, I couldn't live back in Lonnie now. I, I like Lonnie and I like visiting Lonnie, but um, he's home, I think, now. Yeah. And I um, and I remember the impact that you guys had to the running community, um, not only with all the races you guys were winning, but just what you did for the community and coaching young athletes. And it was just a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Kim's, um, Kim's a very smart coach. I... I want him to start coaching kids again, but uh, it, it's it's kind of hard. It's hard with kids because of their parents, I think. Oh yeah. Um, but you you he's just sensible, you know. He won't he won't give him too much. I mean, Jake, for instance, Jake he always held Jake back and yeah for a long time, and you know wouldn't let him do too much and. And he's cautious like that. You know, you, you can't do too much at a young age because you won't be around in your 30s running if you're going to flog yourself at a young age, you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah I, I, I want him again, but he's just got too much on. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> he, might, he might go back to it, though, but it's, it's such a controversial subject that 
you, you don't get Olympians in, it, it, in 10 or 12. Uh, I mean, and you know what? Karen never won anything school and she went on to be an Olympian, you know? It's, exactly. It's, and that's what I always tell, tell my kids. Um, Hunter, as, at a young age, was wanting to do everything and I'm like, no, no, I'll always hold him back. Yeah. But he just was a kid that just wanted to do everything and... Um, yeah, he's and we just held him back, and I mean now he's a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I did. I'm trying to get Lols to have a few runs, but yeah, yeah <laughs> be but but that's really that's really intelligent to do that because you're exactly right. Because well, I can tell you just in my age group, I'm the only runner left now from my age group, and it's just amazing because it these young athletes seem to kill Well, the parents are killing the sport later on in life. And that's like, you want to be enjoying it when you're 30, 40, 50, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you want to keep going, but I think, I don't know, everyone wants to be superstars in primary school, or, mm. you know, and it, it's not even so much in high school. I, like I remember Hunter going through primary school. He was desperate just to win. And, yeah. and you know, high school it was no big deal. And it, I kind of think, why is it such a big deal in primary school? You know, you want to be around running for, you know, your 20s and, you know, but a lot of them don't make it there. It's um, it's a big drop-off in sport, yeah. in any kind of sport, I think, um, especially in high school. God, it's... And I think high school is when they start needing a sport to... to um, but that's a whole different subject. <laughs> Absolutely. And, oh, um, high school, like... Yeah. Oh, I don't know, it's homework, girls, for example, start intervene. There's all this stuff that wasn't in primary school. Yeah, I know. I, um, I'd love to, to try and get people active in, in um, high school. It's, but I don't know, they're just not interested. Yeah. A lot, a lot of them. It's like it's, I don't know, maybe it's not cool or, I mean, some do, but there's a lot that that drop out yeah and it's um sad i mean i mean hunter's loving his golf and um i feel grateful that he's into something because you know he's with golf it's he's got big goals and he yeah. wants to go to um, college and you know he's with with doing that he's got to have good grades so he's into his school and Fantastic. school work and yeah i i feel lucky that he's He's like that. Yeah. And did you want to uh, mention some of his achievements in his golfing? That he's... Um, well, he's, I mean, he's, he's in a high performance group down in, in Hobart, um, or it's Tassie. Um, he plays off a 1.5 handicap he's, now. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> he's, lo he's loving it. And, yeah. you know, and it's great. I mean, he's... I, he goes out with Kim and plays. It's good father and son um, bonding time. They um, they go out and play together a lot. Um, but yeah, he's he's had some good achievements. He's been in a few state teams where they've gone into um, Victoria and Sydney and played. Um, but it's all all kind of new um, for him. Yeah. I think the the more you go on, the better you get with with age. It's it's kind of, and he's still still quite, um, you know, he hasn't bulked up yet, so he's still got a way to go to to um, get better. But 
Yeah, he's going going really well. Great. Lola. Um, Lola's loving her soccer at the moment. She's oh, awesome. She's um plays for a club now. She plays for South Hobart, so she's got some good friends and loves. She's happy doing that. So as long as they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. No, it's a good uh that's a good thing. Yeah, isn't it? Like you said, it gives them something to focus yeah. on or and, and a good self worth thing as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure definitely. they've learnt some of those uh those skills of hard work and persistence that's required to be good at a sport as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's it's funny, like you I don't know, it's like exercises are like having a shower every day to me now it's part of your yeah. life you know I, I have like because I started yoga um and yoga seems to, to calm me down and so I'm I go to yoga twice a week and so my days off are like doing kind of yoga but right. come out of there thinking like, I'm floating when I've finished finished yoga I'm so like calm and relaxed and I mean I think I could actually do yoga every single day and and not exercise. I think I'd be quite happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I recommend it to a lot of people that suffer anxiety or just, you know, can't switch off. I mean, I, it, it helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, yoga. Running, great. running, you're like, you know, you're puffing and you're, you're, you're breathing fast and it's not, it's completely different feeling to, doing something calming, you know, like, um, yeah, I, I think everyone should, should be doing some yoga in their lives. Yeah, great. <laughs> in their stressful, hectic lives. <laughs> I, uh, I've tried yoga a few times <laughs> and it, oh, I don't know, it just wasn't for me, but I like the meditation. That's, that's what I do now. And it's, um, a huge you were, part yeah, of my you life. Training, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's similar. You know, when I started, I, I went in and I laid down and everybody's just in their little zone and I laid there thinking, oh, God, I've got to um, do this and I've got to do that and I've got, I can't remember, I can't forget to go this and pick this up and and then she'd start and I'm still trying to think, oh, I've got to do this and yeah. and I just couldn't <laughs> switch off and um, oh, it was driving me insane and, and I even took Hunter to meditation one day and I kept, we had our eyes shut, and I kept opening my eyes to see what he was doing because I thought, <laughs> he'd be like, you know, looking around. Or, he was so into it. He had his eyes shut and he was like right into it. And it was me that was looking around and <laughs> not concentrating. But now I've been going along for longer. I just, I just get in a zone in there. It's, it's, I love it. Right. I love it. I, I can't do it anywhere else, but I can only do it at, oh, I go to Al a place called Alchemy. I can only do it there. I can't, I've tried to do it at home. I just can't, I just get my mind wanders off onto other things. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I heard you, um, where, didn't you shut your eyes or you were looking at a wall or something for um, an hour or something? Or Yeah, I've sort of changed the way. <laughs> Yeah, the way I sort of do it, I do it sitting down, but sometimes I do it lying down. Um, so I do it like for an hour a day now. Um, I'm trying to get to two hours, but it's a, it's an achievement and a half. So yeah, um, no, like that's that that like I don't think you know actually know how hard that is to do. Yeah, like it it's 
it's hard oh, it to does, switch yeah. off. Yeah, and, and, and I suppose that's the beauty of it too because you train your mind to go back to your, your breath or whatever. So that's the hardest thing is keep on going back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I, um, uh, I, you know, I lost my mum two years ago and just everything got brought back up and I was having lots of anxiety stuff, just anxiousness that something else was going to happen, you know, like health-wise, yeah. like my health, the kids' health, Kim's health. I just, you know, was worried and all the time and I, um, I went back to yoga and it just, yeah, it's helped me so much. Fantastic. And what sort of yoga do you do? You don't do Bikram yoga or anything uh, like that? No, I, I, no, I can't go into that hot room. Mine's just like a flow, um, soul flow. I think I did, um, I did one, but it, oh, I can't remember its name now, but it didn't work for me. A vinya, I've done vinyasa. Um, okay. Yeah, they're more just like a gentle flow or a slow flow. They're not, I've done dynamic as well, just different, like harder ones. Um, it's more about slow and stretching and like calmness for me. Yeah. Yoga. So, yeah, I, um, I love it. Great. Love and. It. So you, did you find the yoga was actually helping the running as well as, as well as your mind? Um, well, see, I haven't, I haven't really trained every day. I haven't trained as a runner. I, yeah. you know, I'm jogging three or four times a week. Sometimes I might run six days, but you know, so it, it hasn't, I mean, it's made me, um, it's, it's made my hamstrings kind of, like I'm looser from yeah. all the stretching, but um, no. See, when I when I'm running, I I'm always running with somebody talking, or in the times I'm not running, I'm thinking about a lot of things. So it's it's thinking time when you're by yourself running. Um, but yeah, I I know I don't think I just more think I think it's just helped me with stretching and loosening up, um, yoga. Great. With running. Yeah. And you... Need, you I don't stretch at Nah, I'm a terrible stretcher. I'm, <laughs> I'm the worst stretcher going around. I hate it. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm not alone. <laughs> no, no one's good at stretching, are they? No, no. <laughs> and you mentioned that Kim launched the, the running store. Did you want to uh, touch on this a little bit for me? Um, yeah, so Kim was a rep um, for True Alliance, the company was called. So he's a rep for Reebok, Speedo, um, Rockport. Um, so he was, he'd travel around Tassie um, doing that, calling in on stalls, and he met Al Thomas. I mean, Kim's always wanted to open a running store and it was going to be in Launceston because that's where we were. Um, and then he, he would call into a store and Al Thomas, he met Al Thomas and Al just one day said to Kim, oh, would you be interested in opening a running store? And Kim said, yes. And Al said, oh, I found the perfect place. And um, that was the, where it is now. And then Kim come home and just mentioned, oh, yeah, 
I met this guy, he wanted me to open a running store. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, I'm going to go down next time when I'm in, ta- in Hobart and have a look at the store. And then I said, oh, okay. So then he came back and he said, yeah, we signed the lease. And I'm like, oh, wow. wow, okay, so we're moving to Hobart, looks like. Great. So then it was, it was funny. Like when I think about it, we, we were in the shop setting everything up and, you know, the first day of trade, I'm like, oh, how much did you take? You know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, $100 or something, you know. I'm like, oh, Great. wow. And it just gradually just built up and up and up and yeah. it's, it's going so well, but yeah. it's, um, it's a service store, you know, like they've got lots of staff. They're all pretty knowledgeable. Um, yeah. I'm proud of what he's done in that store. He's he, that was his goal and he wanted to do it and he, he does things well. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and do you, do you work in a store at all? Cause you, did you have Crocs or something next door? Was that? Yeah, I work really hard. <laughs> um, what happened? I was the crop. I was the rep for Crocs. Um, so I travel around Australia. I mean, Tassie, um, calling on people and putting Crocs into store. And then um, when we opened the Running Edge, we had a little area downstairs with Crocs in them, in there. And um, anyway, Crocs just got really big. And next door to the shop was a lolly shop and it became vacant. So we, um, we just moved all the crocs in there and crocs fitted out the store. So it became a um, croc shop. And I was working in there in the croc shop. Um, We had, because we had, the the kids were young. Lola was, wasn't at school. So I didn't work a lot. The repping job was a better job for me while Lola was young and Hunter was at school. So, um, yeah, I've only ever really worked part-time um, and, you know, raised the kids, basically, looked after them and school drop-offs. And, I mean, Kim was working six days a week for a long time. Um, it's just now he started to have some time off and have Saturdays off, so it's right. um, it's been good. It's, yeah, but, um, no, it's gone really well. It's, it's a, I mean, I'm biased, but it's a great shop. They it look is. after, they're not... You know, they're not going to sell you anything. They, they'll, if they haven't got the right shoe for you, they'll order it in. Um, and, you know, they, they give back to the community. So that's what, what I like. Yeah. And that was my next uh, question, actually. So yeah. I just like the fact, because it's something that Hobart needed for a long time, with someone or a company or a shoe place that was knowledgeable about yeah when you go in there and, and you're not going to get duped or anything. And that's what you guys offer. And it's so fantastic. Yeah. I mean, people just come in and talk to Kim and talk I do about as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's great. Like people want to come in and just talk about their running and they don't want to buy anything. That's fine. And then they go, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's good. Like, like that. Like, yeah. Um, and they're involved in, in a lot of, races and fun runs and um see they're out there all the time yeah and did you want to mention some of the fun runs that they've sponsored or or they give out vouchers Um, for well yeah kim's i mean kim's doing the point to pinnacle he him and tim smith have taken over that so um yeah there's point to pinnacle city casino um 
Oh, there's lots of races up north. In Lonnie, there's a few. Um, yeah, I mean, there's we we also um, give to Athletics Taz um, some of their prizes. So I don't know. We we get asked a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fantastic that you do because you don't have to do that. Um, so no. yeah, we don't. But I mean. What you give out, you always get back. I mean, people yep. always come in and, you know, they're grateful for it, which, which is good. I mean, I mean, all through COVID, it was, it was quite busy. I mean, there's so yeah. many people now and, and, I mean, we were all home isolating and Kim was going to work every day. It's like, well, I don't think this is working real well. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> too go to go grocery shopping and he's out there working every day. It's like. Sorry. <laughs> um, and you mentioned, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think did you do some race management as well last year? For so I I took over from Shelley Miller um, with City Casino. Yeah. So Aiden um, Nelson do the where well I'm I'm assisting Hayden Nelson and I love that I I love being part of um, that I also help with Point to Pinnacle, um, always at the 10K um, finish line. But, yeah, City Casino, I mean, it's been going for so long. And when I stepped in, I was really nervous because I just thought, how am I ever going to, you know, put on a race? Well, Hayden, I was with Hayden. Yeah. But, um, I mean, every year they've done the same thing. So it was actually quite um, easy, easier than I thought. Great. um, yeah, it's a it's a great run. I I like um, City Casino. It's one of the oldest runs. It's, I mean, we're coming up to our fiftieth birthday, which is exciting. So, I mean, this year would have been the forty eighth, but next year is going to be the forty eighth now. So we've got three years till the fiftieth. So that'll be a a big celebration. And then I think Hayden's had enough then. So I I hope he's not going to leave it all on me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's in pretty good hands anyway, because you've got a lot of experience there with running yourself and you've seen a lot of events and I think that counts for a lot. Yeah. I mean, Tassie's got a lot of good, good events, I think. Oh, we do. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to choose from out there. Yeah. Great. And did you want to uh, tell the listeners where the city casino actually goes in case they're tuning into this and they've got no idea what you're talking about? Uh so it goes from Glenorchy and finishes down at Rest Point Casino. There's 11K, um, 7K, and there's a um, 2.5K for kids, um, which all starts at all different points, but they all finish um, at Rest Point <clears throat> Casino. It's, um, I mean, it's kind of a tough, there's a few hills in it. It's not an easy race, but um, it's it's a good race. It's um. Yeah, I like I like point to point. I don't like out and back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that reminds me. Have you done city to surf before? You had to point to point. I have. Yeah, I have done city to surf. I I did that when I was um, because living in in Wollongong, that's where I grew up. We always go to city to surf. So yeah. I was one of those ones that walked and jogged and you know had a kind of a party along the way. Great. Um, <laughs> I got more serious about it and ran it. Yeah, ran it harder. But, yeah, I like City to Surf. That was always a good good event. I didn't do it. I, I probably raced it a couple of times, but um, 
I did it a lot um, as younger as a kid, um, as a fun, fun event with the family as well. But um, yeah, I don't know what my favourite race would be. I, I'd have to say Gold Coast is where I had my great memories. But yeah, um, yeah, even that, <laughs> it's kind of out and back a bit. It's a bit. Yeah, yeah. Saw, no, you were going so well at one stage. Oh, yeah, you, my first one. <laughs> yeah, was that the year that I won it? Um, no, I think it was a year after. I think. Uh, oh no, 2012 maybe. Not sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's just, I think I found out what the distance is all about that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty, um, I don't know what the word, what do you call it? Um, yeah, I was just like, I don't, I'm never doing one again. And then it took yeah. a while to recover. <laughs> it, it can be like that. I mean, it, it's just that last, it's that last 10K, isn't it? It's, yeah. you know, I remember, you know, most of the time I'm chatting and I'm, I'm fine. It's just that last bit I'm, you know, watching those Ks, 8K to go, 7K to go. It's just yeah. like <laughs> that, last, that last 10K. And, and Gold Coast is so cruel too because I think that like, is it 33K when it starts to really pinch when you come up that hill, you actually pass the finish precinct? Yeah. So yeah. cruel, so cruel. Yeah, it's about, yeah, there's about 8K to go or something, isn't there, from there? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be, didn't it used to be 10K to go from there or something? And I think so. Yeah, it used yeah. to be like that. But I, uh, my memories of, of Gold Coast that year that I did win it, so I, I went out on pace to run 240 and I was about, I don't know, I was about fourth in the women, I think, or fifth. And then I was running with um, Sean Crichton and he was pacing me. And then we just kept going. I just kept running with him. And, and then we caught third place. Then we caught second place. And then I caught first place. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, like, winning this. And, I, and it was right at that, you know, where the finish line is. So I think it was 10K to go. And that's where I passed and go into – it was a Chinese girl, Japanese girl. I passed to go into, into the Lee. And I just thought, oh, my God, I've got 10K to go. And I was panicking that someone was going to come up behind <laughs> me. <laughs> so I, was kind of, I felt better being in second place chasing the, the, the leader than actually leading because it was like, just say I get 2K to go and someone passes me or 1K to go and someone passes me. <laughs> panicking the whole way that someone was going to actually past me but Sean Crichton was only supposed to go to halfway and then he got too excited and he ended up running with me and I think he pulled out at about 38k what a runner though to <laughs> did did you find having him next to you was really calming and yeah yeah, yeah. We, we didn't talk a lot but he was like yeah he just giving me confidence and I knew I didn't Great. have to look at my watch all the time and I just ran and just ran with him and um yeah and then once I didn't want him to leave I'm like no don't go yet I, and it was because you know when you turn and when I was coming back I could see how far away I was the um the second girl so I thought surely they can't catch me from here and yeah it was good I was just 
I was a bit stuck, shocked in the end when yeah. I went over the finish line. It was just I was exhausted and and just shocked that <laughs> that I held it and won it. Actually, that's fantastic, yeah, it though. Was, yeah, it was. Yeah. And so, were you? I think from memory, I've seen the the TV footage or the recap of it, and I think Kim was running from poster to poster. Was that right towards the end, or is running yeah. certain? He was towards the end. He was at the end, um, like about 4K out, I saw him. And then, yeah, he was running different because he paced Troopy. So he was supposed to pace longer, but he only got to 5K or 10K, I think, and pulled out. Okay. Um, he was injured. And so then he just kind of jogged around and was watching um, watching me. me yeah. I mean, my whole family was up there at that at that um that race so yeah it was good memories such a special day morning yeah yeah what did you do to celebrate um i don't think i did anything (laughs) (laughs) you're probably too buggered (laughs) i don't know it was just like we went back to the hotel and then i we went out for dinner with my sister and greg and the kids and my mum and and a few others but i can't actually remember who who they were so yeah just it was just dinner and but the next day we went to um sea world yeah. um they took us to sea world and we had photos with the dolphins and um, oh, and then i think we went up to noosa oh beautiful yeah. yeah we had a holiday up there so yeah yeah it was oh. nice i like and i still like going at that time of year and doing the same thing i i like going up and doing, I only, I only did the half last year, um, and then we went up to Noosa. It's, it's um, lots of people still go up there. It's just a good time to, to catch up with everyone. I think. Yeah, it's such a big running event now. It's um, like it's gold standard race now, and everyone in Australia yeah. who likes running seems to go up that way in, in July. Yeah, yeah, I know. To get out of the winter here, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Do, um, yeah. yeah, great. Missed it this year. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I haven't been for a few years. I, oh, I don't know. I've never run well up there, and I, I don't like it. So I don't. I try to. I try to avoid that race every year. <laughs> I know you. You get races like that. Yeah. Where you just don't, don't perform well. I mean, it's so <laughs> up and down running. Exactly. Days when you think you're going to go really well you don't and days where you think that you're not you do it's just that's running isn't it it is um and you have been running for quite a while what is one piece of advice that you pass on to a seasoned runner or even a newbie runner well i mean i i think everyone can run i think anyone can run i i I just think it's you, you can't start off you know, running every single day, you know, and running 10Ks, or you've got to just take it gradual and you've got to stick to it. I mean, it takes, it takes a good while to, to become, to condition your legs to it, I think. Like, you know, anyone, a non-runner, I would say, you know, start off two or three days a week with, you know, jog walking and, and then build it up to jogging and then add another day and just continually just keep, you know, adding to do it not um going overboard um but i don't know people um i mean in my day 
I Kim had just set me a program. I'd just do it. I mean, I didn't know anything about running or training or so I would just do it. He knows. So I never questioned it. I just did it. But these days I think, I mean, it could be social media, you know, they see what other people are doing and they think they need to do that. So they go and do more. And I don't know. A lot of people are uncoachable. Yeah. I, I find. That's a really just good. Gotta, yeah. It'll come, you know, if you, you know, you'll get results. You've just got to be consistent and yep. not go overboard with it. I mean, people want results now, you know, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not going to, not going to happen. Yeah. So you just got to take it easy and keep at it. And, um, you know, you're going to have lows and you're going to have highs, but in the end, it's how much you love it. You know, like yeah. I, I love it. I love running. It's just, it's not as easy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still enjoy it. I mean, I, I loved Sundays were my best, the best day. I loved running long and I loved running with groups and chatting and talking. And that was my favourite, favourite time, um, favourite run. And um, I think that's probably why I like marathons. I love that long, slower pace. I, you know, to sprint 100 metres, it kills me. I just I like that gradual, slow, slow pace. Um, but yeah, I, I believe anyone can run. You just yeah. gotta, you know, people might start out and get sore knees and, you know, or sore back and they're, you know, oh, I can't run, I've got bad knees. But I mean, I had bad knee, I had sore backs, I get sore now. It's just your body's not used to it, you know, it's something new that you're doing, and you know, it's just gradual, yeah, um, and looking up. Yeah. I think I think uh, you touched on a really good point there. Uh, you said that some people were uncoachable. I think these days, social media, everyone can write whatever they're doing online. They got Strava, yeah. and that's not necessarily a good thing because oh, yeah. they look at other athletes, yeah. but they don't know what their training background is or the experiences they've had, and they think, "Oh, I can do that," and that's not good either. I. Uh, uh... I see so much wasted talent. It's yeah. crazy, you know. But um, <laughs> oh, I just—I don't know. I always think—I just wish Kim would coach him more, you know. It's because he's, but it's them. They've got to want to do it, you know. Yeah. Like, and if they don't get the results, they jump to another coach. And if they don't get that results, they jump to another coach. But it's like, hang on, you know, it's—it's it's not the coach. <laughs> yeah. But it's like with anything. A lot of people out there they just I don't know sometimes yeah it is it is social media they see what other people are doing like you know when we grew up we never knew what anyone was doing and no we didn't even have guns or measure distance or you know paces and it's all so technical now but yeah it is yeah and yeah. you talk about Kim coaching but I did a bit of a Google search I typed in Jenny Gillard and I see that you've got a coaching uh, qualification there. Is this something that you'd like to do? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I got that because I liked, I, I've always had like a little group that, you know, and that's mainly kind of my friends that don't, don't run much. I've always tried to get them interested in it because I know, you know, I've met a lot of good friends and I know how it makes 
you know, exercise makes me feel. And so over the over years, I've had little tiny groups that we ran with, and um, and then I I just kind of thought I need some kind of um, you know something to say that I can coach. <laughs> um, so I did level one level one coaching and and went into schools, the IAAF sporting schools, and um, yeah, that was fun. I loved I loved that. Um, it's just casual. They still put up, you know, jobs that you can go and help out with. And, um, and then where I'm working now, I, I just work casual at, um, down at HT Health Group. So he, Andrew Bonzi, is an exercise physiologist. Um, and I work with him in um, a rest point gym. So it's down the bottom level of rest point. Um, and we have a little community running group that we run with. Um, it's, it was for members, but anyone can actually come now. Um, not many of the members actually come. It's more, you know, people outside the gym and we just go and jog. Great. And, um, yeah, it's fun. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy, um, the gyms are really, um, it's an older, um, not an older style gym, but their clientele, you know, they're, or their um, members have been there for 20 years. And, you know, our oldest member is 92. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Comes love in and it. does weights. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it too because they're, they're just, they're lovely to talk to. They're knowledgeable. It's, it's so completely different to, to a younger environment, you know. It's, yeah, it's a fun, fun job. Great. I enjoy that. And with your training, how did you juggle being a mum and doing the training? Because marathon running can be uh, a pretty selfish sport at times. Yeah, it is. But it worked out well for us. Like I, a lot of the time when I was training hard, Kim was injured. So he would just, you know, I could kind of go whenever I wanted to. Um, when he was running and I was running, it was a bit of a juggle. He'd go early or I'd go early. but. Um, we, when we first moved down to Hobart, um, we backed onto an oval. So I would, um, I would put Lola in the pram, take her for a jog. Um, she'd fall asleep and then I'd park her in the middle of the oval and I'd do oh, laps lovely. around the oval, things like that. Or when we backed onto the um, oval, I'd um, put her on the balcony, like it was just a low-level balcony um, deck that I could see her and I could see that she was asleep and I'd go around the oval. Um, yep. Or I'd be up at you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning doing it um, before anyone woke up. But, yeah, a lot of my, like, kind of easy runs, I jogged with the pram a lot and with and the same with Hunter. We, I think my first, one of my first runs back was um, with Hunter in the pram, I think. But, yeah, that was in Boulder. We We got this really cool running jogging pram and we just... Run with him in the prayer. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he would go crazy with it and jump over jumps and yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. But we had the little chariot that you link onto a bike, so Kim would ride with him in this little chariot while I was running. So I juggled it, but if I couldn't get it done, I wouldn't. I couldn't get it done. I wouldn't stress over it. Yeah. It um. But. Yeah, so it's a lot of luckling. But yeah. um, it's a good good outlet, you know, you just get away from everything and go and run and 
um, yeah, have a break, have a break from being a mum, I guess. Great. Yeah. Awesome. And <laughs> how did you find uh, the Kim being your husband plus a coaching relationship? Did Was that hard at times uh, or? No, it wasn't because... No, I, I, because I, I didn't know a lot about running. I'd still, uh, you know, so he was guiding me and telling me what to do. And, um, yeah, no, not at all. I, it was a good, good relationship, I think. I just, I just did what he said and didn't question it. And it got me results. So, <laughs> Great. I mean, simple as that, isn't it? Do what yeah, your coach says and, and get the results. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't question anything because, I mean, when I first started running and my sister was coaching me, I, I was trying to train like her and I guess she probably didn't know a lot about it either. I mean, I've been running, I've been running for a while, but she started getting me doing double runs. So, um, you know, I'd run two and a half hours on a Sunday and then run half an hour in the afternoon and, um, I think that was too much. And I got injured a few times when I was younger um, yeah. with um, stress fractures. And, but I just think I was too young to running. My body wasn't, wasn't ready for, for that many Ks. But now, I mean, I never, I never get injured. I just, I, yeah, I think it's my style. I just, um, yeah, I, I don't ever get injured. I just, um, I'm used to it now. Like I could go and I could run every day, but I reckon I'd end up in the end getting some kind of niggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be completely out. So that's why I mix it all up now. Because I think if I thought, okay, I'll go and train for a marathon and normally I'd train for about 12 weeks out and pick it up and, you know, run run longer and harder and um i'd always get some little niggle in the last in the last probably five years i've always got some kind of little niggle but it'll go away and it'll be fine but yeah i reckon once I start getting serious injuries i i'll be battling it then yeah. and i don't want to get to that point so if i just mix it up i probably never get injured you know yeah um yeah so yeah, I mean, Kim Kim started at a really young age and I think that's why he gets a lot of injuries now. I mean, he was running a lot when he was through primary school, you know, where I didn't. So I didn't start really till I was about 23. Yeah. Um, 22, 23. So I feel like I've still got a few more years. <laughs> You're only a young runner. You've got decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and what are some values that you really like to live by your life what's um i mean my family comes first i my family is the most important thing to me um you know the my kids and kim um i just want them to be happy and um yeah i'll always be there be there for my family. I, I grew up with family being most important. Um, you know, my family that I've, I've lost half of them. It's just me and my dad left now. Um, and I just realise how important 
you know, life is, I think. I've, I've um, learned that life can be taken away from you very quickly. Um, so you've got to just live life. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I don't like to look into the future. I like to just, um, you know, I just, my motto is life short. And so if you don't know what you, you know, if Kim said, let's move to Queensland tomorrow, I'd say, yep, okay. Because, you know, I might really love it up there or I might really hate it. You know, you just, I just think you just got to do it. And um, because, I mean, anything could happen, you know. I, 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 it's just made me probably appreciate my family um, more with what's happened with me growing up. It just... It's, I mean, all my, the three people that have left in my family were all very tragic. And, um, I mean, my brother was hit by a, a drunk driver. He went out one night and just never came home. And, you know, that was just tragic. I was only 20. And um, then my sister, you know, healthy as, as anyone could be. Like, she was so healthy. And for her to get breast cancer, it's just... How does that happen, you know? And and my mum, my mum physically was was fit. She walked Point to Pinnacle when she was seventy four years old. Wow! And you know, years later, she's got dementia and just went downhill really quickly, and um, gone. You know, so it's. I just think you've got to live life and um, yeah, make every day like it's your last day. <laughs> Great. Great answer and, and insight as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much tragedy out there, but it's really, you know, you've just got to make the most of it. Yeah. I like how they say you're not here for a long time and just do what you can, you know, it's, it's a, it's so true. Yeah. It's time good to flies. make an impact though, isn't it? <laughs> like the more, the more impact, the more life that you can live and yeah. Is you're you're a wiser person for it. Hello. Yeah, no, it's just hello. Yeah, hello. Can I... <laughs> I think there's a I can hear you. <laughs> um, so the last question. Uh, a bit of a... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I know you're a busy oh. woman, so I'll ask you the last question. What are some mantras that you live by? To in your in your life or some sayings some sayings do you know you've got me <laughs> <laughs> you're, um, you're doing I do so have well some sayings. <laughs> i know you know i read this book when i was a kid and um it i think it really impacted me because i bought it for my kids to read and it's called feel the fear and do it anyway and um that's what i kind of think you know if you're scared of something still do it you know like I just yeah it made a lot of sense to me um so yeah that's probably one one of my sayings um yeah I don't know I'll think of it when we turn this when we're finished <laughs> <It's all right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is a good book if you want to read it okay I'll definitely source that out <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind reading so <laughs> That's something that I will definitely do. Yeah, it's an old old book, but I read it. I reckon I read it when I was about 
between you. Okay. Or probably a little bit older, but yeah, a good book. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, or listeners, I should say, this has been Jenny Gillard. Thank you so much for your time today. Okay, thanks for having me. You're doing such a great job with your uh, everyday lions. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was Jenny Gillard. I appreciated Jenny's time today and being so open and honest about some of the sad things that have happened in her life. If you did enjoy this podcast and you'd like to reach out to Jenny, I reckon that she'd think that was pretty cool. Everyday Lions also offers eight-week, 12-week and 16-week programs and they're at very reasonable prices. So if you are looking for a coach, please consider Everyday Lions Online Running Coaching. I have been your host, Brian Lyons. This is the Everyday Lions podcast and happy running.